Hi, my name is Farron and you're listening to Hungry for Apples podcast. Please follow me on Instagram, F-A-E-R-N, and check out my website, Farron.me. Grab an apple, enjoy the show. Hey, what's up? How's it going? Welcome back to Hungry for Apples with your host, Farron. I have a big question. I'm going to start off right away with this question. What would happen if you paid less attention to the things that you hate? I asked someone that recently. Actually, I worded it a little bit differently. I said, it's on my social media, actually. Spend a week trying to spend less time paying attention to everything that you hate. And the response was, that is a very tall order. And with what's going on in the world, I understand that. But how much time are you really spending hating things, disliking things? Maybe there is something that you can shift in just the way you look at these things. Now, I'm not saying start to like war. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, how does it feel in your body to sit there paying attention to this bad thing that's happening? If you can show up to protests, if there are some, if you can make donations, all of that, you would take that action, right? If you're able to do that, you would take that action. If you're not able to do that, do you really think paying in is spending time with the hate of it? No, that's going to deplete deplete you in a pretty serious way. So take that into your life more widespread. See if you can lessen the very dense dislike for things and notice if some of them are inconveniences. Okay, I'm not saying war is an inconvenience. We've moved on to regular daily life things, yeah? The less time you spend looking at all of the things you hate or the things that you don't want to be happening in a way where you create anger and distrust within you, the longer you do that, the longer it's going to take to undo that because you have to, you're going to have to work that out. So I'm not saying you have to like things, but spending less time attached to the dislike and the hate is going to add some calm into your system. This can extend to all different areas of the life, daily life, meditation, yoga, work, all of the things. One way that you can notice it quickly is with other people. Now, there are a lot of quotes and things about what you dislike in others, and I'm not even going to go there because I feel like those have been majorly misinterpreted. However, if you are entering into a discussion or a communication or an experience with another human 
and all you are paying attention to is what you don't like about them, that's what it feels like. So there's a space in between you and the other human, and it's filled with all of the things that you don't like about them. You can imagine that that is pretty dense and difficult energy to work with. You may not be doing this intentionally, but if you increase your awareness about how you interact with other people, this is something that will change pretty much immediately. There's a Matt Kahn quote, I'm sure at some point on this podcast I've mentioned it, but it's extremely apparent or important as far as this topic is concerned. And I don't have it to read. I'm just going to tell you what it is, okay? Other people can only meet you as deeply as they've met themselves. So that goes for you too. So if you have an expectation of a deep understanding coming from another person, but you're not actually providing that for yourself without them around, there's no reason that that deep, that that deep communication should even occur. There has to be a level of safety and acceptance in between the two of you to even reach a basic level of understanding. And you don't have to like each other to have this happen. In fact, it's more powerful and more palpable when you don't like the other person and you really don't like what they're doing, but you figure out how to communicate that without causing more harm to them this decreases the harm that's reflected back at you as well. So another person can only meet you as deeply as they've met themselves. So how deeply are you meeting yourself? That's all you really have to worry about. You don't have to extend any kind of expectation on the other person. You just need to understand that other people are not inside your head and they may or may not be able to meet you where you're at. The trick is not allowing that to create more density for yourself and have a lot of anger and frustration around that. Communication shifts a lot when you become more spiritual and more aware. And I don't like the term more spiritual, came out kind of funny but what I'm saying is this it's not about a level it's about increasing your awareness and your awareness is increased by the amount of time you spend tending to your inner soil tending to your you know your sovereign space to give yourself some kind of reverence that's what I'm talking about whether or not the other person is doing their work or whatever their work is, is, is not going to help you. Having that information doesn't help you. Seeing them organically, whether or not you can communicate, feeling safe in the presence of the other person, that's all you really need to know as far as whether or not you're able to communicate 
with another person at the level that you are at. That doesn't mean you should just walk away all the time. This isn't, I'm not some person that says, oh, low vibe, I'm out of here. That is a total crock of shit. Don't do that. That's not very nice. See, that's the thing. You can still be accepting of another person and be nice to them, even if you don't like what they're doing. Yeah? That's a genuine and a, a pretty base level experience for everyone that I know that lives from the frequency of joy. One of the things that I find so interesting about all of these components is they fall into place on their own. So you don't have to look for all of the components of joy. They start to appear in your life when you start to live from the space of joy. It's really interesting that way. But something I've noticed that I want to loop in with the paying attention to things you hate or dislike. This can, for a lot of people, paying attention to that is a habit. And it is something that I think is looped in with resistance to move forward in some way, whether or not it's a project or, I mean, I'm about to name all different kinds of projects. So whether you're writing a book, painting a painting, all of that stuff. Paying attention to all the things you don't like is most likely attached to you avoiding something and that is attached to resistance. I have a quote I want to read. It is by Stephen Pressfield. It's from his book called The War of Art. Resistance plays for keeps. Resistance's goal is not to wound or disable. Resistance aims to kill. Its target is the epicenter of our being our genius, our soul, the unique and priceless gift we were put on earth to give and that no one else has but us. Resistance means business. When we fight it, we are in a war to, de to the death. Now that's what I'm talking about. When you pay attention to all of the things that you don't like, you're feeding into this level of resistance that is hard to get out from under so spend a week paying less attention you don't have to go all the way out like don't give yourself grief if you get caught up in something that's not awesome there are multiple wars going on that would be normal human don't try and be inorganic and cut yourself off of things that you care about. I just am suggesting that you notice, right? So I said, spend less time with. You can notice something, notice that you're doing it and not necessarily engage the thoughts around it. That would be spending less time. You can't cut it out immediately. I mean, maybe you can. If you can, send me an email. Hungry for Apples podcast at gmail.com. I need to hear from you if you can. For most people, this would be an amount of work. Maybe do a journaling exercise or whatever. You could attach this to a gratitude journal, right? So if you notice that you're going into hate land, 
write down five things that you're grateful for if you're in the space to do so. You could attach it to your journal in that way. It'll work. All I'm suggesting is that you notice when you're spending a heck of a lot of time with things that not only you hate, most likely have nothing to do with your life. This will give you so much space to create some reverence within you for you. And then it'll be so much easier to be out there communicating, doing what it is that you want to do, being with the people that you want, creating the life that you want, because isn't that what we're all doing here anyway? Isn't that what we're doing right now? The vibrational acceleration is to a point that a lot more people are starting to notice and they may not be thinking, wow, this is a high vibration. That's not what's happening. What I'm saying is there's a lot of actions being taken. There's a lot of action. And that is a response to the rise in the vibration. So when that happens, you might be triggered to think about all of the things that you don't like. But just notice if they're coming up. And if it's an emotional thing, if you're just sitting there looking at the news, this is a different story than you integrating emotional density. Remember, nobody can meet you any deeper than they've met themselves. So just spend some time meeting yourself as deeply as you can. Write out confirmations when you're done with processes in your journal. Confirm the completion of something. It makes it so much easier to move on to the next step. And let me know if you have any questions about this. Again, the email is hungryforapplespodcast at gmail.com. Thank you so much for being here. Bye for now. Alright, that's our show for this week. Thanks for listening all the way through. If you enjoyed the podcast, please consider a small donation over at patreon.com backslash fern and feel free to reach out to me on Instagram, F-A-E-R-N. Or if you have any questions, check out my website, fern.me. You can contact me there. You can see my class schedule and upcoming events. Again, you've been listening to Hungry for Apples with your host, Fern. I'm just feeling it out. Thanks for listening. Until next time. Bye.